Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash behind the note. There are over 150,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone or your Android or your Kindle or any MP3 player that you use. Hello, this is drummer Rudy Royston. You're listening to Behind the Note podcast with Christopher Davis. You're listening to Behind the Note podcast, brought to you by a musician for musicians. Here, you will get advice toward a successful music career. This show is made to educate, inspire, motivate, and empower. Now, here is your host, Chris Davis. Hi, thanks for pressing play today. This is episode 34. We have a great episode for you. We're going to be talking about how to get odd jobs. In other words, Today, I'm going to try to help you to think outside of the box when it comes to landing gigs. Here's the thing. A lot of people believe that there simply aren't enough jobs to go around. They believe that they're not going to get a call. Well, it may be, tr- it may be true that you're not going to get a call, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can make it happen. So there's some things that you're going to have to do to make people aware of you, so that you're top of mind when the job comes along. First of all, before I get into what these things are and what are, what are these these jobs that I'm going to try to get you to think outside the box on, I need to say that all of them are going to include some marketing on your part. So you're going to have to get creative sometimes about how to get people to look at you, or you just might simply have to pick up the phone and make a phone call that you normally wouldn't make or go introduce yourself to someone you normally wouldn't introduce yourself to. If you want to work more, if you want to play more gigs, this is what you're going to have to do. So with that being said, let's get right into it. What are some jobs that you can get that you might not have thought about? They're not the first thing that you would think of. All right. First thing on the list I'm going to say is funerals. That's right, funerals. Here's the thing. We we all know it's inevitable that all of us living are going to one day die. And the truth is that families really appreciate live music for the ceremony. And as musicians, we know that we can help to liven the atmosphere in such a low period in life sometimes for those of us who lose loved ones. So don't ignore the funeral as a chance to get an, uh, a job for yourself. We live up the street from a funeral home, and my wife said that she wanted to place for the services. And I was like, what in the world are you thinking about? Because my wife is a real kind woman, and she cries easily. (laughs) So I was just thinking more about that along those lines. But for, for the musician who's looking for another job, that's something that you might want to entertain. So... How do you market this concept? You're going to have to go introduce yourself to the people who own the funeral homes and the cemeteries and the florist. Yes, the florist, because they're very well connected. Right. And say this is what I just make it clear what you're offering. And when they have the need, you'll get that call. So. Don't ignore the funerals. All right. Number two. Now, this one may not be so 
abstract because everybody's doing it, at least in Chicago. But don't ignore the weddings, the opportunity to perform at the weddings. Weddings are a staple for thousands of musicians. But who gets the jobs? It's the people who make themselves available. It's the people that make themselves known and who advertise themselves. So again, you want to you want to stay connected to people who are called when there's a wedding going to happen. Now, when I got married, I remember my wife and I were looking for a venue to have a wedding. And the place that we finally settled on for the reception, uh, the person who ran the country club was connected and she was offering bands to us. And we were musicians and she didn't know that at that point. But that that just proves that when you're connected with certain people, they can do promoting for you. So you have to take the first step and make sure that people know what you offer. And when it's time, they can call on you. So weddings is another thing that you can think about. So marketing is is just a, a big thing. And along those lines, if you ever play a wedding, just make sure that you record what you do. I told my friend once, I told him to make some noise. He got a new job. And I said, hey, make sure that you record everything, put all this stuff on YouTube, or just make it easy to find. Because if you don't do that, all of your time here will be like it never happened. And you don't want to make that mistake. If you ever get to perform a wedding as a leader, then make sure you record it and say, this is what it's like when we perform weddings. All right. Uh, The next thing. Something else that you want to do is is make sure that your presentation is tight. Make sure that you have your package together. Because just consider this. When my wife and I got married again, I'm using this as an example. We went out for cake tasting. We went to a couple, at least two. um, That's all I remember. I think it was two places. And uh, we tasted cake. We went to a bakery and the woman brought out a book and it had pictures and uh, uh, I'm sorry, it had pictures of all of this cake, different types of cake. It looked beautiful. And the pictures had captions and it told us what the cake was made of and a special special uh, icing they use or fruit, you know, different things. Was it chocolate or yellow? And it described all of those things. And we looked at that book and we said, bring us this one, that one, and the one on page 27. We want to try those first. And we proceeded with the tasting. And here's the thing. I believe that musicians should also have a package that can be presented to the bride. Make sure that you have a package that's presented well. So that could be a flyer. Uh, or a book of some type if you choose to get fancy that way or of course you can you should at least have a website that demonstrates what you do people should be able to hear your audio they should also be able to see you in action so audio and video and um, a website with great pictures and captions you just want to capture the attention of people who visit your site so If you have that posted on the Internet, then when you go into the physical, uh, the physical places and you meet these people, you can say, here's my site. This is what I do. 
If they don't know you, they'll check you out and then they'll feel more comfortable referring you. And then when they do make that referral, the person who is referred again can check out your site and say, yes, give me that band. Give me that person. I want them to play for my wedding. All right. So like I said up top at the top of the show, marketing is going to be huge for all of these suggestions. And so that's just something that you want to do. That should be like the first step before you go out. Have that tight. All right. With that said, what about number three? You can play birthday parties, anniversary parties, things like that. You know, I actually played a family reunion, believe it or not, on a couple of occasions. And I was like, wow, we're, <laughs> we're playing a family reunion. Okay. But, I mean, whenever there's a group of people together having fun, that's where music should be played. So I guess I shouldn't have been that surprised. It was just something that I hadn't done at that point. You know, they rented a uh, outdoor park for a few hours and they had us there. So again, this is outside of the box thinking here. But if you want to become known for playing these types of events, then there's a market for you. Because again, people are hopefully going to have birthdays and if they don't then we're back at that funeral (laughs) the funeral market which we started the show with and they're going to have anniversaries things of that sort there's always going to be a celebration of a family if you choose to to go into that market there is something there for you all right number four churches you really should check out your local church to see if they need some help And that's just the point. You need to contact them to make sure they need help. And the truth is, sometimes they don't even know that they need help. It's not out of the question to maybe visit and see where your expertise may be needed. I was recently at a church and I noticed that they had a lot of good things working for them. And at the same time, I also saw some areas where they needed some help. So if I was really interested, I could go to the person or the people in charge and say, hey, I noticed that you guys do ABC very well. But I also noticed that over here in this area, X, Y, Z, you can really use some help. And that's something that I specialize in. Let me help you for two weeks and measure my work and see if you can see the improvement. And if you like what I do hire me. If you don't like it, you get two weeks free of work for me. Or make make them an offer that they can't refuse, as they say, all right? And a lot of times, people just don't know that they need your help. So churches are a great place to, to check. As a brass player, twice a year, I know that I'm going to get called for Christmas and Easter because a lot of churches like to hire extra help because those are two of the most attended services of the year and they want to make sure that they put their best foot forward and they want to just go big. So as a brass player, I'm always getting called for Christmas and Easter, if nothing else. But there are some churches that hire symphonies full time for the year. In Chicago, where I am, there's a church like that, which was pastored by Bishop Brazier but he has since passed away. I believe his son took over, but the orchestra is still there. 
So that's just one example. Also, I was just working recently at a Catholic church and the music director mentioned that they needed some help with their children uh, at the school. So it's a church and a school. So there you have it there is, is you're, you're going back to education, but you're going through the church. So you can be a music teacher for a school, but go through the church. So th- those are just a few examples. So the church is a place that you might look for work. What group are we, what number are we on? I think this is number five. Think about starting your own community group. I discovered a man by the name of Caleb Chapman. I don't know him personally, but I saw his website. And you can check it out for yourself. Uh, his site is his name, calebchapman.com. And I heard of him before I saw the website. But this guy has developed a community ensemble. So really, it's a school outside of school. After the school day ends for these kids, they go to him after school and continue their music journey. And what he does to make it work, if I understand correctly, he, besides teaching, they also go on tours and perform. And I mean, they go not only locally, but they travel the country also. So he's providing a great experience for the students, a professional musician experience for the students. And they pay him for this. They pay for him to teach them. But not only, again, not only is he teaching them, but he's providing a valuable professional experience for these students. So that's something that we can learn from. So if you have the desire to teach, but maybe not in the traditional role, then consider creating your own community group. And as another example, again, I'm going to use my wife, but when she was younger, she was a part of a violin studio in her in her city. But this her teacher opened up his apartment and it was a similar situation where he opened his apartment and students that lived in the area would, again, pay him for the experience to be uh, their teacher. But they would use each other to get better, to practice together, to perform in front of each other. And they also did fun things. I know one of the highlights from my wife was that they had the opportunity to perform in Sydney, Australia, in the famous hall there. I don't know the name of it right now. So do things like that. Think Again, think outside of the box and create experiences for people. That's what people pay for, the experience. So uh, community groups is another option. Uh, number five, are we in number five? <laughs> number five, colleges. Remember a few seconds ago when I was telling you about how Churches pay for extra help. Well, colleges do too. But you you have to be what they need. But it's up for you to check to see if they need uh, your area of expertise. For example, when I was in college, I remember we just didn't have any French horn players. Well, we didn't. We had one or two. Seriously, literally one or two French horn players. And there was a greater need than that. And the School of Music made an offer for people to come play French horn because they figured there were many of them on campus that weren't in the music college. So they made these flyers and they put advertisements in the paper and they let the word get out. If you play French horn, 
Come play in our ensembles and we'll pay for your tuition. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Let me make the switch to French horn. I need that. <laughs> I need that tuition reimbursement. But they put a they put rules in place that would not allow their current brass players to take that position. So I, I wish they didn't do that, but uh, they did that. So just make some extra calls and see if some colleges need your help. Oboe players are not as common. Double reed players aren't as common. Harp players are not as common as flute players, for example. So make those extra calls and see if they need your expertise. All right, number seven. I just paused the uh, just paused recording, went back. We're on number seven right now. And these next two tips are for my younger musicians and or my single musicians. Uh, check out the amusement parks. Amusement parks are always hiring every year. They need entertainment. So they generally hire full time and they pay decent wages for for summer jobs. Now, unfortunately, I never did this myself. I, I had a desire to, but I didn't do it. So I can't tell you from my experience about the amusement park experience, but I do know my teacher did it. And when he was when he was in high school and he loved it for the reason that he was able to play an hour set. He said they would get a 60 to 90 minute break and then they will play the set again. And they did that all day. So they had their set. They played. They got a break and they did the same set again with the break. And then they did the same set again. So I don't know how many times a day they did that same set. But I guess you get to polish your set pretty, pretty fast and you get paid to play music. Now, for some people, I know that could be boring because you're doing the same music every day. So it just depends on your perspective. So check out the amusement parks in your local area. How are you going to do this? Go back to the marketing. You need a good demo CD. Put it in the hands of the decision maker or refer them to your website uh, where, where you're audio examples can be heard and your videos can be seen and again if you have your package tight you probably will get hired if you fit what they're looking for now number eight cruise ships now this is something that i do have experience with i love it 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 i i had a great time i'm gonna tell you about this if you've never done it when i first got there it was different but it was fun because it was different now, after about six days, I started to think, what have I got myself into? And the reason I I thought that was because <laughs> within six days, I had done just about everything that you could do uh, on the ship. I mean, it's a week-long uh, cruise. At least that was my situation. Then you go back home, and then you do it again the next week. So I had I had went through a cycle and I thought, okay, I've done many other things that you can do on the ship. I checked out the ports. Oh, goodness, we're about to do it again for six months. So that's the only down part. Uh, also, you have, to, you have to blend well with people from all around the world. So it can be somewhat of a culture shock if you're not experienced with um, just being with people who are from different parts of the world. But you get used to it very fast and you meet friends and you make new friends from around the world. So that's great. So 
just like anything, it has its growing pains, but I believe it's really worth it. And this is what I like. I like that you get paid to do, to do what you love. I mean, you can't really beat that. So my experience was I was a, was a uh, what they call a show band musician. So we did all of the Las Vegas style shows in the main hall with, you know, held a couple thousand, one to two thousand people, depending on what ship you're on. And you you do everything from playing Las Vegas style shows, which can last about 90 minutes to two hours. And you can also just do a play on for a comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, here comes your comedian entertainer for the night, Pat Smith. And you play, bup, 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 bup. you know, just give them a little play on it. I mean, it might be like an eight second clip or something. And, you, and then you have to wait for them to finish their set. And you play them off for another eight seconds. And sometimes that's your night. So there, there's different types of things. We also did like big band dance sets for, um, for an hour on some nights. So it's a variety of music. So you should be a flexible musician and be able to play different styles of music well. And you get paid decently for it. So uh, I believe it's about in the $20,000 range. So if you're an adult with adult problems like adult bills, it might not be ideal. But it could be. And if you're single, fresh out of school, I think it's the best time to go to a cruise ship pack away your cash, pay off your debt, and then come on out to the real world, right? So that's really cool. Um, If you want to get this gig, you're going to need to get in contact with an agent who's booking for this. Um, Although I think that's the second best way to go. The first and best way to go is directly through the company you want to perform with. This was my experience. Now, I actually had two separate experiences. One time, uh, the agents came out to a local studio and we drove out to them because they listen to a lot of different musicians. You you sight read for them. That's pretty much it. You sight read and then you improvise. And that's that's it. Now, I'm a horn player. That was my experience. I didn't make it the first time. My, I went with my bass player friend. He made it. He was a better bass player than I was a trumpet player at that time. Uh, but a, a couple of years later... Uh, I went directly to the company and I had a couple of years to improve on my skill. And I had a I had a similar yet different experience. And the difference was that I was able to audition over the phone. And what they did was they emailed me uh, a, a bunch of music. It was a, maybe an inch thick um, worth of music. And that was a lot of music. And I remember I kind of panicked. You know, I, I, my printer wasn't working. So I had went to the local Kinko's and printed it all out. And by the time I did all that, they give you like 30 minutes to look over all of that music. And they'll call you on the phone. And by the time I got back, I had like four or five minutes. And they call you on the phone and they'll pick random pages for you to to read. So they really want to see how well you read. And they test you in that way. Because when you arrive on the ship, Oh, hold on. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. So you 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 are you audition by sight reading, and then again you improvise. All right. And the reason why you need to be a great reader is this, and this is my experience. They fly you out, but you got to be ready to go. So when I got there, I had uh, 
a couple of hours, maybe literally before showtime. So I was sight reading a pretty thick book. And yeah, it's a thick it's a thick book of music. Some of the music is challenging. So they want to make sure that if you're not a great sight reader, as in you're going to get everything right the first time, they want to make sure that you at least get it right the second time. Because if you if you don't, then you will get fired and nobody wants to get fired. So that's my cruise ship experience. I love it. And if I could do it again, I would. But I'm at a different point in my life. And probably won't do it again. But uh, it's it's a great experience. And do it if you can. All right. And I've been talking for a while now. So I'm just going to give you one more tip. And then maybe I'll, con- I'll continue this episode at a later time. Uh, the final tip I'm going to give for you today is consider working at casinos. If you stay anywhere near a casino, there's a job opportunity for you. Casinos and uh, the casino ships, they have great need for an entertainment period they want to keep their customers happy they want to keep them feeling good they want to keep them inside those casino walls so if they can hire you to make people feel good through music you have a job these people don't put ads in the paper so you're going to have to go out meet the decision makers of the casinos introduce yourself tell them what you can offer them what you can do for them take it from there now if you're going to get this job you're going to need to be able to play a lot of styles of music. So just think about jazz. Think about whatever is popular on the radio today. You're going to have to do that. You might have to go back to, and play what was popular 30, 40, 50 years ago also. So you should really be able and ready to do all of the above. All right. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for pressing play. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. So for you, the listeners of Behind the Note podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And I personally recommend that you check out 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller because it has everything to do with what today's topic was all about dan gives you great advice for how to get that job that you want that people simply don't advertise for so go ahead go to audibletrial.com slash behind the note and download your free copy today again that's audibletrial.com slash behind the note for your free audio book thanks a lot god bless you and i'll catch you in the next episode